just screaming <laughs> okay. hello everyone welcome to the second episode of balls to the wall i'm your host aria Fay, and today's a little snow day episode and a little snow day special and i'm here with a very special guest we've been friends for oh my god how long it's been like girl don't even i feel so old if we like i would i meet you like 2014 i was like a sophomore in fucking high school i was so it was literally 20 20- no, because you were a freshman and I was a sophomore. Oh my god, you're right. Holy shit. What so, the- how many years is that? It's 22 right now. I feel not, babe. No, that took me a while. I like was preparing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's eight years. whole years. Eight whole fucking years. Um, my the love of my fucking life, my Gemini sister, Liana. Oh Please introduce yourself to, I don't know what to call, to call the listeners. Ballers, like you guys have a fan base name yet like a fandom name because the podcast is called balls to the wall but like is testicles too weird baller ballers oh not testicles (laughs) you're like the the sperm the scrotums ballers that is that's top notch okay ballers introduce yourself to the ballers please um Mm, I feel like I'm in school. Hi, my name's Liana. Um, hi, Liana. Hey, hey, guys. Um, as you know, she already said I'm a, we're Gemini twins. Um, and I don't know what else that I can say about myself besides I love you. I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. We literally just took a That's shot, me. two shots together. Yeah, sorry. You took two entire shots. I'm like, and I'm such a lightweight. So this is going to be me too. I fear. So. I apologize in advance. Know. It's been one minute. No, <laughs> I started it fully laughing. Like, hello. And even when we're not drunk, like me and Aria, just like every single place in public that we go to, we genuinely like almost get kicked out. Every single place that we go. Like we've been to movie theaters, like stores. <laughs> the movie theater. <laughs> Can I tell the story? But we were at the movie theater. Well, there's two occasions. The first one was when we saw Slender Man. Remember? And yeah. then I turned no, around. And he, said, <laughs> he said, Can you two shut the fuck up? And we were like, Oh. He literally was like, Shut the fuck up <laughs> before I get security. It's not even like that movie was that good. Like, what are you missing? No. <laughs> that movie was that fucking loaded diaper so I don't know why he was so pissed off like babe it's okay like I'll tell you about it later like that's like one of our things too like I don't know why we can't like pick a good movie and just and enjoy it what's the last movie we saw was (laughs) not don't breathe it was don't breathe (laughs) we saw that (laughs) the worst fucking movie that was fucking awful it was that blind old guy 
And he was like, he had like intruders in his house. And for some reason he literally could like sense every movement, every breath, every like (laughs) silent fart. Like he was a literal abuser. Like he was a sexual predator and they were writing it. Like, no, feel bad for him. He's blind. I forgot. Yeah. Just because he's old and blind. Bitch, fuck you. I'll still fuck you up. Exactly. I'll show you. I'm gonna fuck if you can't see. Exactly. (laughs) Sense the bullet to your head, dummy. (laughs) No, we talk so much shit knowing that we die first five seconds. No, dead ass. I I be dead. (laughs) I always think about this. I literally was thinking about this earlier. I was like, I want to be in a horror movie so fucking badly just to die first honestly just to die first like we need to bring back like pretty bitches back into horror do you know what i mean bimbos in the fucking horror movies to be scared no i want to see hot bitches hot bitches titties out with blood all over them period one brain cell exactly that's what i want exactly so that is a perfect segue <laughs> to our first topic. <laughs> Literally not at all, but Literally no, nothing, like nothing to do with the first topic. <laughs> so Liana and I, I feel like are very similar in the fact that I think a time in our life, we have used like Tinder as a literal job. I don't know mm. if it's just me. I feel like you could relate to, right? Mm, unfortunately. I fear. And specifically Tinder in our lovely home, Long Island, <laughs> which is actually a sewer village for rats. It is a literal, I've said this 20 times, Long Island is a literal floating cesspool of just garbage yeah. and the most shitty people that you could possibly run into yeah. in one island that you cannot escape from. So you call it an island? Like when I think of island, I think of, you know, the Bahamas, like, you know, Turks and Caicos or something like that. But it should just be called Long because the island where... (laughs) where That's how long your life is here. It's just torture and just... It's literally worse than Guantanamo Bay, I swear to God. Like this place is just full of rats. Rats. And by rats, I mean humans. Humans. And the worst part, one of the worst parts is the men here. And I live by that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. In general, New York men, what are you doing? New York men are awful because I feel like New York City men will like gaslight you down and manipulate you so much. There's like so many men, like, and specifically like groups of them too. There's not, but they're all manipulators. That's what I'm saying. But in certain ways. For some reason, Long Island's men top the New York City men by like a landslide because landslide, literally. It's like the most boring conversation you can think of is with a Long Island guy named Nick. And it's just <laughs> the truth. It's the truth. Like, like Nick Annunziato, like the most <laughs> Telling you that reverse racism doesn't exist, but he's like, can you suck my dick though? Right. Like, I don't believe you should have rights. The Sperry's, the Vineyard Vines, you know, like it's, it's the Jeep Wranglers. Like it's so, it's so wrong. But for some reason I keep coming back. I don't know what it's like crack. It's honestly my crack. No, truly like, you know, it's not even like this is better. But at the time, 
I was only doing Long Island Ben because you know like that's all that's you had right <laughs> however for some reason in my mind I thought you know what's like better than Long Island Men what if we try Manhattan Men what if we do what if we like take a step up <clears throat> see that's, that's what you would I, think right that's why there was so much I've had so much trauma because mm-hmm. I thought that that was going to be better and babe it's it's not it's worse no. actually they're yeah. so scary just stop dating men in general Let's that's stop. my consensus Let's stop. Yeah. If you learned one thing from the podcast, <laughs> just stop. If you're dating someone, break up with him because he's stop. from New York. It's not going to work out. If he's I'm from New York, York, you need to find a new respect man. yourself. <laughs> Get someone from like New Jersey. He'll New respect Jersey. you. Because he's from Jersey. Have Come you on. had experience with Jersey and men? No, I haven't. But, you know, I don't think you want to <laughs> just actually don't do that. Let's, let's rewind. If I knew in the beginning of it. Just don't. Don't even just don't. Don't hit him up. Stop. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of New Jersey men, actually, one of my most traumatizing hookup experiences with with it was with a guy from New Jersey who's from he's born in New Jersey. Oh, sorry about I'm that sorry. tequila really hit me good gal um, no I was just gonna say, like that's why I can't shut up like I'm getting really drunk <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm getting fully stuttering and sweating like, I am so sorry for the people listening because I'm about to get so fucking annoying <laughs> when I get drunk I don't shut up so it's, it's just starving <laughs> it's what we want so yeah he's from Jersey fucking weirdo I forgot his name I don't even care he was like <laughs> dummy really old too bad. this is in my Jules era it was really bad. I don't oh. want to go anymore on that. But um, I guess I'll just, this is a new segment. Okay. It's called Let's Get Ballsy. And we're just going to talk about our most embarrassing hookup experiences. Let's get ballsy. 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 So, I'll go first. You are the guest. So I will go first for you just, you know, to break the ice a little bit. Um, right. So he was, he was this Italian man from Jersey. Originally he moved to Long Island, whatever came over. I was doing the deed came on my chin and left. No, he just like got up and left. Yeah. He said, he said, he said something. But I honestly think he should have just fucking left because he was like, okay, I have to go. I was like, okay, but like my chin is so sticky. Like, "Mm, what do I do with this? Like Like fully like my makeup's ruined. Like I have a patch of white on my fucking chin, you dumb cunt. So thank you so much. What a piece of literal garbage. Piece of fucking shit. And it wasn't even, I'm, I have another embarrassing one, but I'll let you go after. But that was just like, it was more humiliating. It was more degrading. It was embarrassing for me. It was like, holy shit. I feel, I feel like a, like a cum towel. I feel like a cum rag, like a human, a human cum rag. Sorry. No, seriously. Like, I feel like a lot of the times, like the people growing up in like our generation don't 
they look at like sex and stuff and obviously casual sex whatever it's fine right but sometimes it can be so traumatizing because of the fact that a lot of these guys like just don't even have basic respect like that thing that just happened Mm -hmm. you can have casual sex sex but like uh, can you at least like give me the bare minimum because that's not even bare minimum that's like just that's nothing that's what people oh my god I'm so sorry it's okay honestly like I heard that cum actually helps the skin a little bit and I did notice like a couple days later the chin was a little softer than before got something out of it thank you Ghosting <laughs> like I'm fine. Do I give a fuck? Do I look like I give a fuck? Does it look like I give a fuck? Because I don't. Brian, <laughs> so I I know that you have told me plenty of stories, but please pick one out oh. of your your archives if you if you can. If it's not too you know traumatizing. <laughs> How many of these should we be doing? Because like I could save some for like. They can get progressively worse if you want me to get them progressively worse. As many as you feel comfortable displaying. Um, okay. Well, let's preface this by saying um, a lot of the reasons why these stories are so embarrassing is because I was dealing with a lot of, let's not say a lot of, it's basically, I went through a phase where I would only hook up with white men. And as a POC, as a woman of color, a lot of the times you get fetishized. And I realized that. And a lot of these stories are from the fact that these men, again, casual sex, whatever is one thing, but they looked at me as not as a person, but more so as a fetish. Mm. So if you're a white straight man that's watching this, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I'll add to that. Name's Nick. Fuck you. I hate Nick's. I've never met a Nick. Fuck you, cunt. Don't trust a Nick, especially if he's from Long Island. Especially from Long Island. And if his last name ends with an A or an I, fuck him, bitch. Sorry. (laughs) You just, I have to put that in there. You have to warn the girls, warn the ballers. Don't do it. Don't. No Nicks, everyone, okay? Thank you. You'll thank me later. But continue. Anyways, um, so I think... (laughs) It's just like a blanket embarrassing experience. So a lot of the times when I would go hook up with these men, okay? Also, a lot of the time, these are finance bro men, which is, again, another red flag. Not really, whatever. Mm -hmm. So a majority of the time, not a majority of the time, every single time I would hook up with these guys, (laughs) they would look at me at some point during our experience and be like, you're just my type. (laughs) And then I'd have to look and be like, what's your type? tell me what's your type and they'd go literally word for word my type's up big booty like fat like big fat booty latinas oh my god and I'm not kidding every single time I've hooked up with someone they have said that exact sentence what every single time and I have to look at them and just be like hey that's really that's that's really great because it's I know it's so bad like and it's they think it's okay too and tearing up <laughs> no I'm at a loss for words I, I do I look like I give a fuck because I'm de- and it's, it's under the impression of and then they'll explain myself and one time I just got pissed off because I was like all right like why why is that your type like why should I be like enamored that you are into me sexually right. and they'd be like 
because I know you guys are freaks like I know you guys oh. are good. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so again fetishized that's when you bite off the fucking dick I'm telling you like that's when you go when you go I'm I'm good I'm good babe did I do that no but if you're not me and you're listening to this do that just get up and leave 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 I I don't know why this has triggered me so much as of recent I think it's because I'm back in Maryland and this is where it took place but basically this oh my god I don't even know why I gave him this stupid ugly he looks like a hammerhead shark the time of day because they are um I'm not even gonna say his name fuck you asshole you fucking cunt piece of fucking shit basically I went over his house he ubered me obvi that's the other thing ballers don't 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 pay to go to a guy's house are you fucking stupid if he wants you that bad, he would pay at he least pay. for your ride there. Exactly. And he did. And then the plan was I was going to sleep over. We were going to get some nice little breakfast in the morning. You know, he's going to take me back, whatever, whatever. You know, cute, cute. Shit like that. So I get there. Place is dummy cute. I'm doing the deed. Going to town on his pepe <laughs> with my mouth. And literally, literally, I don't feel like fucking this man I did not prepare I did not really you know what I mean that's my right that's my right I don't have to fuck you if I don't want to and even if I didn't say I was gonna fuck him in the first place but even if you do and he asks and you say no that's okay too exactly consent is momentary okay okay not okay the next and you respect it thank you so basically never even agreed to having sex that shouldn't matter anyway. But I said, no, I don't want to have sex right now. I don't want to. Kept asking me, kept pressuring me, kept asking me, please, like, come on. Like, you came all the way, like, blah, 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 blah. I said, no. You know what this man did? Don't even tell me because I'll, like, haunt him down. No, no. (laughs) He basically said, like, you need to leave. And, like, I had to pay for my Uber back because I wouldn't have sex with him. I'm not being overdramatic, right? It's, like, fucked up, right? It's crickets. You're kidding. It's the, like, audacity. Oh. it's the audacity that these men have. And it's not even, you know, I fuck New York. Like, it's not even New York. It's just in general. It's the, like, it's the fact that you think that you're expected anything. That's what I'm saying. And if you don't get what you want, then, then you're, you're someone totally different. I remember someone said, you really see who someone is when they don't get what they want mm-hmm. or when they get rejected. And that's when like true colors start to be shown. That's so true too. Not my therapist era, but like <laughs> it's, it's dummy facts because He's like, right. Like they, they, you know, they show like, they tell you everything you want to hear or whatever to get you to hook you in like a fish. Exactly. I'm no fish, bitch. I'm not a fish. And if I am a fish, trust, I'm going to be shaken to get back in that water, baby. And that's I'm exactly twitching. what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Mm -hmm. It was like 3 a.m. too. It was like 3 a.m. And I had to Uber in the cold, went to my friend's apartment, sobbing, like, fuck you. And and honestly, that is a traumatizing experience too, because it's like, even those type of situations, even if he asked you on a date, sometimes guys expect you just because they're paying for your, the amount of that on TikTok, and they're not kidding, where like, they'll, there'll be a video and it's like, well, if I'm paying for your food, then like, obviously you're coming home. Who said that? Who? 
who whoever what is that a rule is it still like a rule book like I don't have to do shit with you period you're lucky I'm here and I'm gonna force it fucking again even if you are the type of bitch who's like a freak in the text or whatever but then when you you know when it's in person you switch up that is okay and it's okay to change your mind it's okay to say no stand by your no and don't let them pressure you into putting their dick up your hole bitch exactly so beautifully elegantly put i 100 agree like but it's my children oh it's like again like you said that's such a good point i feel like a lot of times like girls specifically they feel like they have to match the energy so like if you're being really freaky over text and then like when you get to them in person and they get bummed out that you don't actually want to do something then girls feel like they're pressured to you no you don't have to it's up to you and it's up to what you're comfortable with. And you're, if you're not comfortable, then they're just kind of fucking deal with it and sit there Thank with their little balls. No one cares. No one cares. Go Thank check you. Because they will gaslight you with their blue balls talking about some, like, I'm oh, so hard. Like, text, babe. like you said, you're going to do all this shit. No. Right. Go to the bathroom then. Like. <laughs> well, Pornhub get to work. Like. <laughs> Fuck your blue balls, bitch. Blue balls to the wall. Fuck you. Fuck out of here, bitch. And stuff on period ballers. Period. Um, I do have an, a more embarrassing one. I feel like I should just get released from this because I think it's something that is like built up and it's like affecting me. This is so therapeutic. This is so therapeutic. Therapeutic. This is, so therapeutic. Therapeutic. This is, this is yeah. the shit that keeps you up at night. Deadass. But, okay, I'm just going to spill my tea. I'm just going to spill my tea. All the beans. Okay, beans is not the best word because that's what I felt <laughs> like was going to come out of my ass. I know exactly what's happening, too. And it's okay. because <laughs> It's not a shit NATO, everyone. Don't worry. But. Mine is. Oh, my God. This is, like, disgusting. <laughs> Trigger warning, blood. Blood. I bled. It was, yeah, I remember this. Oh, my God, I did tell you. Yeah, you were live tweeting. fuck me in the ass oh literally well (laughs) well um yeah I bled and it was this guy who literally just shoved it in didn't even like warn me but it's not your fault though no you need to warn someone when you're shoving in something that big like what did Nikki say like you try to give it to him dry like that like right get that shit wet wet first first. this man wasn't even gonna put lube on it until I said um he's been watching You've never had, you never had one ex- like ass experience in your life. If you just go full on. Bingo. Like, no, no, like, I was going to say pre-workout. <laughs> you need to pre, I need to pre-workout, honestly. When you call that, when you're pre. Pre-game? Foreplay. Pre-foreplay. Wow. None Not of my it. Team era. <laughs> None of it. You would think he would, you know, like, you know, test the waters a little bit. He just no. shoves it right in. Right in. Right, right in there. But again, his I, that's his fault. That's what gave me closure. <laughs> I was telling her, I was like, do not even yeah. worry about it. That was literally his fault. Yeah. That's what gave me closure. And the worst part is every time he came over, I would have the red light set in on my on those TikTok lights. He's of lucky. course, the day I could not find the fucking remote. And those lights were bright orange. I said, fuck. <laughs> the HD 4k <laughs> oh baby like IMAX theater 4k blood it looked like a fucking oh, horror movie so bad. 
it's not it's really not bad though oh, I said it, it's not it's not like I don't know what you expect like not you but him like what did you expect if we're just gonna do this like this it was my period that's <laughs> what I have to say I have to take another shot that was so <laughs> do you want to I'll take yeah one. fuck that was so because for so long I like beat myself up over it. I was like oh my god like no, and, so I, and I understand I understand that like it would be embarrassing at the moment but you know it happens you know I I've I have released <laughs> on men sometimes and you mm-hmm. know that's just the human body it's exactly it's the human body I'm a human I'm not a robot so shit comes out shit happens literally <laughs> literally. literally which goes into my embarrassing story I'll take a second there just to breathe because I remembered. Take your shot first, honestly. I think that might help. Okay. One, two. Ew, fuck me. Fuck. So. <laughs> also for the ballers, um, she's drinking straight tequila from the bottle. Yummy straight tequila. This is a bad idea, but we move. Also, I'm drinking moonshine that was made in my coworker's literal bathtub. So, really disgusting. It tastes great, though. And she mixed it with lush bath bombs. So, enjoy. It's organic. <laughs> um, so, little backstory, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, this happened with a man <laughs> that so many things happened. Wait, you're glitching. Oh my god. Wait. Wait, pause. It's because oh, my fucking laptop started bothering. Wait, okay. I can see it. You good? Wait. I'm not glitched anymore. You're not? Sorry, no. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because my laptop was fully about to fucking die. Oh, oh. Oh god. We can't have that. No. No more <laughs> sh- No more shots. I literally (laughs) it was literally my phone charger and I was like my laptop's broken like it's not charging my fucking phone charger fuck me and call me Barbara okay sorry continue your trauma what was I I saying oh okay so um (laughs) she was laughing before because the trauma that I experienced with this one man in particular um we could sit down and have a whole podcast about that for an hour really good um again to preface too he was a broken man which is the worst so let's not ever do that and for this purpose of this video we're gonna name what should we name him kyle that's no he he deserves like a like a fucking awful (laughs) not even like a real name um let me think like brock kink something with kink <laughs> like uncle call him uncle Bad boy call him uncle because he wants to be called daddy right call him fucking uncle no he didn't like to be called daddy he liked the you know what he's <laughs> oh right you're right no you know what she, you should call him you know what you should call him otter otter <laughs> no sorry i'm so god call him otis you know why <laughs> why <laughs> like otis the fucking cow because this man had her dress. 
like a fucking cow, a fucking barn animal, bitch. No, Call I mean, Otis. No, he did. He, he did. Yeah. Speak he, your he truth. Was giving, he was giving Nash Greer like barnyard. Like, <laughs> So like call him Odin from from Madagascar. <laughs> no, and the rat. Oh my god! Wait, you know the meme where it's like white boys only look like these three characters. It's <laughs> the rat. rat from Flush Toy. Rat, the lion, the lion from Madagascar, and then Otis from Barnyard. He, I can't even talk. He looked like I'm so drunk right now. Wait, he like Otis. He actually looks like Otis. He did. He really did. He looked like Otis, like leaning more Otis, but like a combination of those three characters. I hope he's never going to listen to this, but like if you are listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> you were the worst ever. Oh you were the worst person I've ever met. Anyways, I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't realize that it was going to be bad because not only did he live in Brooklyn, but he was a SoundCloud DJ. <laughs> and he was like, he loved, and he was like an anime enthusiast. God. <laughs> like, um, and I thought that this was a really good idea. And I thought that we were going to get married. I was like, I'm in love with it. Tell them how much I was, I was in love with this man at the time. <laughs> I think he could literally like run over an old woman on the street. <laughs> And Leon would be like, he didn't mean it. Like, he's a good guy, guys. Like, trust me. Like, babe. I swear, like, he's really nice if you meet him. Like, I swear to God, like, he's so good. <laughs> like, those chains were on so fucking tight. Like, even if you had the right key. No, 100%. I realized that I was so obsessed with this man for two reasons. And two reasons only. Mm-hmm. One, he had me digmatized. This, I, I could say so much shit about him, but he slung. Like, he... Well, he up to this point has and ha- been the best sex I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Hands down, he was a nasty freak. So that <laughs> kept me there. Okay. <laughs> the second was that I was I was just in my Cassie era. Like I was giving Cassie like that. I swear, if you watch that show, and I don't think my friends and everyone that knew me during that time understood how much I was going through it and having a literal ma- mental breakdown last year. Besides you, <laughs> I, I feel like you're the only one that believes me. But I was literally giving Cassie that entire, like, 2021, I was not okay. And everyone looked at me and they were like, you're so funny. They were like, yes, like, destroy your life more. But, like, I was going through it, <laughs> okay? Like, my close friends, everyone was like, like, the close friend story, they were, it was literally just be me, my life falling apart. And everyone was like, this is so funny. Like, giving influencer, like, God, so it was sad. so bad. <laughs> it was my red hair era. It was not, it was just not okay. Okay, getting past that point. Um, so we had a lot of sex, and and it was a lot of it was <laughs> extremely traumatizing. <laughs> here for so many reasons. Um, should I tell my blood one or my or my shit one? <laughs> I fear both, sister. Okay, so fortunately, the only good quality that this man. <laughs> The only good qualities is that like he was okay with isn't this is this even a good quality he was okay with like bodily fluids happening because like usually men are like but this like was okay that's actually a really good quality honestly like it he makes you okay just more comfortable yeah so just in case I don't, it was i know for a fact that this was my body rejecting this man's <laughs> penis 
because every single time <laughs> I would have sex with this man, I'm not kidding, every single time I would get my period and oh. I would be everywhere. It was like my body knew that it was this no. toxic and like I would, I don't even know if this is TMI, I would bleed on his bed, I bled on his couch, like I everywhere and he was okay with it, at least that. He was like, it's okay, like, like I'm not weird about this type of stuff. Like, you know me, like, it's fine. Like, we're all good. So, but it was still embarrassing for me because he was just a fuck buddy. It's not like he was my boyfriend. Right, right. Time, I'd have to waddle and like waddle, like, I'm so sorry. Clean his little like bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's humiliating. It's okay though, because <laughs> he deserved it. And also it's not... <laughs> It's okay if that stuff happens. It's the human body. Get over it. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I appreciate men who are like, shit happens. <laughs> I have to stop saying <laughs> But it really does happen. Like, this is the human body. Be okay with it. Like, we're okay with you, like, with your fucking gooch, like, smelling like a dead body. <laughs> yeah. Some of these guys, like, you guys don't even wash your ass and we're supposed to, and, like, we get Thank one you. drop of blood and you're like, oh, my God. Thank you. Like, yeah, exactly. So get over yourself. Wash your fucking dicks before you talk shit about my shit on your mattress. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. I need that tattooed on my body. <laughs> A lot to unpack. Maybe I should, like, douche. <laughs> A lot to unpack in that one sentence. <laughs> A lot of fun packing this podcast. <laughs> I fear a lot of trauma, as you can see. It makes us better, people, honestly. Um, so that's so, the blood story. So you just, every time you, you keep. Every, every time. Every, mm-hmm. I'm not every time. And we probably did it like uh, in the span of like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> it became routine. Like it was. Like, that's insane. Know. Like my period would come early or late, depending on the- <laughs> It knew he deserved it, so it knew it It was like something. This doesn't feel right. It's like a foreign body. Was like this is not right. This is not okay. Yes, your antibody said fuck (laughs) you, but you have have the dick vaccine, (laughs) the white dick vaccine. (laughs) White man, and this isn't like speaking of that. This was this isn't like an embarrassing hookup. This is just embarrassing in general. So. I've, me and this guy had a lot of drama, a lot of drama, so much drama to the point where like our friend group were scared if we were in the same room and we're not allowed to be in the same place anymore. So like we don't get it, whatever, a lot of stuff. So was I, was I perfect in this situation? No, I was crazy at the time. So it's fine. I'll give him that. But one of the most embarrassing things I think anyone has ever said to me in my life was that we were just making up for the third time um saying that we were over it and that we would move on and we like did a little handshake like it was like a peace treaty we were like we're good now we were not good (laughs) we fought 10 more times but um I was I at the time this annoying but I was mad that he was hooking up with this like other girl um and a lot when he was hooking up with me the entire time he would be like fuck white bitches fuck white girls like I only fuck with like POC women red flag Mm -hmm. Red flag. If anyone, if a white guy ever says this to you, it's a red mm-hmm. fucking flag. Because also he's lying, and he's just trying to impress you, and he's going to date a blonde bitch after you. So, mm-hmm. anyways, so I kind of was trying to joke around with him because I'm petty. So I was like, 
you know, I thought you said fuck white women, like I think you took that a little too seriously, like when you told me that. And I thought that was like a like a burn, like it's like I just got you. This never works with this guy. Cause he turned around to me and he went, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that because you actually reverted me back to only dating white girls. <laughs> and I was like, I just looked at him and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, no, it was so bad that like I, I will never date another POC like ever again. You're like, no. He was like, yeah. and I'm not kidding. I didn't even make, I did not make the story up. This happened to me. He said this to my face and I just went, yeah, cause we just made up. So like, you know, and I went, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> How do you come back from that? You can't. He, no, my sister, he got you. I fear he got you. He, he got you up. He got me. So bad. Oh my god. That's why I hate him because every time I tried to like come at him and it usually works for me, he always got me back. And that's why I hate him so much because he never let me have my moment. He always fucking ate me back. Are you in therapy? I was. After that, I was I think I would have killed myself. Like I'm dead ass. (laughs) Like that's so if someone ever toxic. We were the most toxic people you ever like. Like it was scary. Like and I kept you, like you are the reason I'm not dating. Like what? Like that's he literally. Was like, he was like it was so bad that like I figured that I should just cut my losses and just like go back. So what was that bad that he was like? What was it? An ex- was it like a? Was he it a moment? Like was it everything? I didn't like how crazy I was. Because at the time I did have, at the time I was going a little crazy. Okay. I didn't act right sometimes, but I was also like a little possessive. It was very complicated. I need to be your lawyer in this situation. First of all, don't let men tell you that you are fucking crazy. And here's why there is always a reason why a woman goes crazy and when I hear men talk about, oh my God, my ex, she's fucking crazy. That bitch is so that crazy. That is a red flag because that ex Why? Is crazy. What did you do? What did you to do to make her, her lose crazy. her fucking noggin? Every guy has that has said that has been the problem. Thank you. Thank you. And usually when girls say that her ex was crazy, they usually were crazy. They were the ones that were insane. But when a guy says it, that's a red flag. Red. Especially flag. if all of his exes were crazy. Yeah. Why are they all That's crazy? Why. You're the fucking problem, dipshit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> this is just anger. Like this is- I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry for you. I was t- I was angry for you At when the you time, told like, me all this shit. And the only reason why I'm able to talk about all these experiences now is because it's been so long. Yeah. But let me tell you guys it was not good. Like she was there for me that entire time. It was trauma. <laughs> Waller, she was going through it, like through the ringers, bitch. Like, I feel like you were in like a saw, <laughs> like you were like in a saw room, bitch, like with jigsaw. You know, like at that you point, were... if I woke up in a saw trap in that point <laughs> in my life, I would, I would laugh. Like I would giggle. <laughs> like nothing was worse honestly everything was going to shit like not even guys just like everything in life (laughs) not a good time um no but was that yeah and I think that was (laughs) 
Like, why am I um, coughing blood? I guess, um, <laughs> I guess the last embarrassing story I had was when I did fart over someone. You what? I farted on a guy. Oh, like queefs? No, no, no. Like, I, well, I farted, but then he looked at me. Well, okay. So he was like going really into it. And I was going to come, you know, because it was good. However, yeah. he had me in a pretzel position. So, you know, I was losing control of my muscles, like my sphincter muscles, if we want to get atomically correct. Oh my God. Wait, what is that? Come on, science major. Uh, I'm not actually really sure what that part of the body that is. I just know that it's part of the ass. I find For sure. someone tells yes, me. Yes, that makes right? sense. That makes sense. Because there is like a really powerful muscle like in your ass that like reacts a lot, like really <laughs> abruptly. Well, even <laughs> why I lost control of that muscle and yeah. I, did, I did let out of like a big toot. So I did fart. Um, and then he did look at me and he went like, did you just queef? Yeah, why would you say that? Why did he say that? what are you dumb i think that's the most embarrassing story i ever had and then i had to go along with it and be like oh my god i did i did just be like i'm so embarrassed like oh my god and he was like yeah don't worry about that like it's fine but i did fart i did and i farted all over him that's not a man (laughs) that's not a man a man will acknowledge in his head you see head that you did queef, but not out. Like, why would you say that out loud though? Like that doesn't make any sense. So many sense. questions. So many like, questions. What? So little answers that we just have to make peace with. So strange. Like now it's making you acknowledge the fact that yes, you did in fact <laughs> take a, take a little, a little, you know, but like, I did too. <laughs> and I live by that. <laughs> we can't control right exactly. no I'm not gonna sit here and lie I did too yeah. and I'll do it again <laughs> what are you gonna do about it yeah fuck too <laughs> <laughs> I hope it makes everyone feel better <laughs> no because it's like that. it could be worse exactly be worse. you're telling me stories like this I feel like should help people like you're not alone you know like this is the human body. Like you never know what could happen. You're putting an object into places that, you know, sometimes, well, in my case, (laughs) really shouldn't really go, but you grow from that and you move on and like become a stronger person. Yes, you do. These make you stronger. I am such a stronger person that Mm -hmm. I have bled on my Tempur-Pedic mattress with this man. Like, honestly, like I know my worth. I know what I need to do in the future. I need to start saying like, hey, slow down. Hey, stop. <laughs> I'm stop. in pain. <laughs> like my little ass follicles are like tearing off. <laughs> my ass is screaming, please. <laughs> my red flag is that I was literally physically in pain and I was like, no, I'm fine because I oh, wanted no, him to feel. Yeah, no, no, no. And that's, that's. Yeah awful of me and I hate myself we also need to like be be able to learn as like girls in particular to like want to enjoy sex too because it's not just about him and I feel like we're conditioned to like make sure that we give them a good time but what about us how many times whoever's listening how many times have you genuinely has a man genuinely made you come 
Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's crickets. It's time to speak up. If he's not making you come and he's like, did you come? Say no. Right. No. And then get up and leave. And don't fake your orgasm. Like, it's 2022. And don't fake it. Exactly. We're not then faking our orgasm. What are you there for? Right. So did we can you- rub your left lip? Like, no. Right. right. Like, you could have went to town on the Adam and Eve vibrator and gotten a better result than Jacob from accountant. My apple pie, Kata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sigma Tuta Pura. So is that a segue? <laughs> that is that a, a good segue. one. Oh my god, you're, <laughs> you're too good at this. I fear that is a segue yeah. into my. <laughs> so smart to my literal next topic, which is sorority life, because we have a fellow sorority sister. This is not my big. It's not my little, but she's my sister. So I wish you were though. I my god, that'd be iconic as fuck. It was but so sorority sister up in the up up in the ball house bitch what's what's mm-hmm. going on liana how was that how, how do you navigate sorority life what is the truth behind it and like how do you balance you know school life with you know you know there's so many layers to the sorority shit i feel like and it all depends too if you go to a smaller school or a bigger school i feel like that has a lot to do with it because in my case um, also to preface, I I was in a sorority <laughs> for all the ballers that don't know I was in Greek life. Um, and at the time I did, when I was in high school, I was looking at that shit and I was like, I'll literally never do this. Like, this is not me. And a lot of people were surprised too, when I got into one, cause they were like, literally this, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I was low key shocked. I can't, hold everyone was like, shocked. what the fuck are you doing? But a lo- I personally just wanted to try it just because I just, I just like doing things just to see how they go. I love that. Yeah. So I did it and then I genuinely really enjoyed it. And I ended up meeting so many amazing people. This is my experience because of the fact that I went to a super small school and I picked a sorority that I knew was going to be diverse because that was a big thing for me. Uh-huh. She's really struggling to put on their glasses. <laughs> Are you good? I'm gone. So enjoy. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to really like try to shut my mouth because I need to be careful with what I'm saying. Keep it open. I'm like, keep it open. <laughs> like, open it wider. Um, but I knew for a fact that if I was going to do this, I wanted to be in one that I was going to be comfortable in. And on, even at the smaller schools, though, like even at my school, I won't say any of the names. You could deduct if you know, like what school I went to. They won't admit it, but it is based so much on appearance. And also, it they don't want to admit it too, but it's like there's an underlying factor in some of them, not in mine, because I loved mine and there were so many amazing people. The other ones though there that I won't name in race and no one wants to admit that and no one will, but it was, and it's so, and it's worse in bigger schools too, especially in schools in the South. Cause like when you look at sororities, a lot of the times people are like, oh, like it's literally just a bunch of little blonde bitches just like running around. And honestly, some that is a majority of what they are and no one wants to admit it, but I'll sit here in a minute. Like there were even ones at my school where it's literally just all blonde, all blonde bitches. Like they, and they have the one 
the one Darcy and black girl, <laughs> the one. <laughs> and a funny story about that, like when I was rushing and going through recruitment, I kept going back. They kept calling me back to the one that was notorious for not having any diversity. And I was so confused because I was like, why the fuck am I here? Like, I know you bitches like don't want me. Let me think. And then it came back to me once I started doing the rushing process that they were known for like needing diversity and needing POCs. So it's not even like they wanted me there. It's because they needed me mm. because they needed the diversity. Yeah. And I was I was confused because when I was there, you go through this rushing process where it's like three days of just straight talking to people and they see if you guys vibe, like if you mutually vibe. And the entire time I was talking to these girls, everything that I'd say, they'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and they'd like be laughing. And I'd be like, the girl, that wasn't even funny. Like I wasn't even trying to make a joke. But I, but then I, when I started rushing my process, when I was rushing people, I found out that it was just them trying to bring me in because they needed a dive because their, their diversity was graduating. The one black girl that they had, she was a senior. <laughs> I should have known. It, it's yeah. I it's, have known. It, it could be really good and re- or not a good experience. And it just is a lot of factors that depend on it, but mm-hmm. I would never not tell someone not to rush though because I met so many amazing people personally mm-hmm. but just be careful like you'll know what you're comfortable with and if you don't if you don't feel comfortable and you don't feel like you could see yourself in this place don't even bother because there's so many other ones because you see my thing with it like the question I always have is like I feel like sororities like kind of force you to like make these like connections and these friendships with people who you know sometimes like it's okay like not to like everyone in your sorority house, but I feel like it's almost like you have to like enjoy everyone's company. You have to like, like everyone who, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, that's that's not the work. That's not because technically that's like what you're paying for. Cause you're technically you're paying for all these friends and living in this house and having this amazing experience. And you like, and that's what they want you to think too. That's why rush week is so important and you literally sit there for like hours for later. I'm talking eight in the morning till like 10 at night. You are working on this shit to make sure that you are coming off to these people as it's like, it's like marketing and you need to make sure you look friendly. Like you could be their friend. Like you have to, like they pair. I hope no one's listening. That is a smart person. Um, But they pair you specifically with people that they think so if, if you're rushing and you go into it and you're like, wow, we have so much in common, babe, that was on purpose because we have, we have rosters of your interests, your age, where you oh. went to high school, your hometown, your major. And we pick specifically, we used to someone that fits exactly to your like interests and hobbies and like your hometown. So it's like, this isn't nothing that you go through through recruitment is by chance. They do everything and you work on months for this. It's like, it was the scariest experience I've ever done because it's literally like a, like a pyramid scheme. It's like the Illuminati, like they, and they're watching you too. Like they'll see freshmen come in freshman year and the so sorority recruitment people are looking to people that they want and they'll come up to you and try to talk to you. And this is, this was me at a small school. So imagine this, if you go to a bigger school they're looking, they see you. That's why be careful. Cause if you want to do it, people are watching you. People are watching you when you're out, <laughs> when you're making yourself look bad, when you're, when you're passed out on the floor, like, and again, if you don't want to do it, then do whatever. But if you want to be careful, because there are always people watching you and, and the frats do too. 
And then if you're if a frat's friendly with the sorority, they will the frats will go to the sororities and tell them. Oh my it's God. like it's like a bunch of it was an extremely weird experience, if I'm gonna be honest. I'm lucky that I met so many great people in mine, but the whole premise of it in general is so bizarre. Cause it is like a little cult. Cause I see it all the time. People are like with the whole clapping and yes, we did the clapping. I was forced to do that. What was I your chant? I can't say it. Oh I'm my like God. Right, right, like right, I'm right, traumatized. Right, 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 like I, right, if I right, say right. it, I'll like shit myself. And I graduated last year. Like I'm genuinely scared of these people. <laughs> I just know the, the famous fine one where it's like, Susie, I want to go A5. It's, it's literally A5. that. It's that one. It's like, boom, boom. <laughs> don't you? I want, and you have to do that. <laughs> like you and they and they will keep you up like it will it will be midnight but the first day before recruitment and they'll be like i don't give a fuck if you guys are tired we're learning this fucking routine we're no no one will yeah no like you cannot mess up they were like we're gonna fucking learn this and you're gonna look happy and we're all gonna have fun like it's literally that oh my god you have to have some tough skin i feel like tough ass skin tough like you need it's it's like a war zone out there truly for like women and it's so interesting too, because like the frats rushing, like ours is so meticulous and like you have to look perfect and like everything, the makeup, like the decorations, the guys literally just like set up in like the common dorm area and they're like, sup bro? And they play yeah. fucking Fortnite. Literally. And, pong. and they're like, oh, he's cool. Let's, let's have him in. It's ours like this is image, like, this image thing. It's so. Witching. The image. It's all about the image and the hierarchy too. Because they don't want to admit it, but there are levels to the sororities. There's low tiers ones and there's the high tier ones. And no one wants to admit that either. But there's some drama with that too. Like, yeah. Like there, some frats won't want to mix with low tier girls because they're not hot. Or like, no, there was drama. Some, in the one that I was in personally, the highest tier frat didn't want to mix with like us because they said, they were like, they don't put out like word for word. They were like, they're not going to fuck. So why are we mixing with them? Like, it's literally like, it's like stuff like that happens. But those aren't the people that we were close with. So it doesn't matter. But still, it's like, there's some, there's some shit that goes on. These things, I'm telling you, it was so, in, and I was only in it for a year. And I saw things. Oh my God. I have seen things. What's here? What's here? I mean, what's here? Sorority, where are you? Uh, at the school that I went to, it was like <clears throat> one of them, which is, the, which is the one with like all the blonde bitches, where the okay. top was the top was like that one. Right. Then it was another one, and another one. I can't say it like Apple Beta Pine, like these two, which were like mm-hmm. lower, but they were still like the hot one. We were on the next level with another one, and then there was one below us. Which was really sad because oh. they were so nice, but like no one wanted, no one wanted to like, no mixers happened for them with the frats and like they were all such good girls, oh. and they were so sweet. Like people, like girls are so shitty too. Like during recruitment, like people wouldn't talk. Like they, like you have to talk. Like you have scheduled times with like three people. I would see girls next to me, refusing to talk so that they wouldn't get called back to this one. <gasps> Like the girl would like talk to her and be like, hi, so like, what's your name? And she would, the other girl would look at her like silence or like stare at the wall because they were like, I'm not getting in this one. Like, I don't want to do this one. It's a war zone. Like you need to have a, some, you know, the amount of times I shit myself during that entire week. 
it is hell it is scary I can't even imagine like what the fuck and I've even heard like like social media posts like what you post on social media is being like watched and like you can't post like certain things can you touch a little a little on that so I posted whatever the fuck I wanted and I feel like no one wanted to come at me because I do not give a fuck like fine kick me out like I don't care but (laughs) (laughs) one of the person the people that I was friends with in that sorority that was in my class she would get and for mine or and a lot of them they'll if they post like if the person the girl that runs the social media posts an emoji sometimes that means and it'll be like a random one that like no one would think is bad but to everyone else in the story you know that it's getting flagged for content that's not like uh it goes by our uh gen not gender but it goes by our rules so if it's like if you're underage and you post something with alcohol or if like you're at a party and this depends on the sorority you're into because if it's a really strict one like mine was pretty strict you couldn't post alcohol if you were underage nothing sexual like sexual in your innuendos or like shit like that like if you look too slutty if you're showing too much skin you can't post that it could get flagged and taken down if you're at a party when you're not supposed to be during dry period that gets taken down like the social media stuff was really bad and this girl got flagged so many times, so many times that they wouldn't let her go to like our date party because she got flagged so much. And they were like, no, like we can't trust you. Like you have to like earn like your, your whatever. Like you have to earn our respect back basically. And she had to do, she had to do a slideshow about the dangers of teen drinking and present it to our head person from headquarters. <gasps> So that she could go to participate again. Yeah. It's stuff like that. I, I'm going to, if you take anything from this, the stuff that you see on TikTok and Twitter and all the memes, it's true. Wow. It's true. They're like, they're almost like professors. Like it's, it's like having, it's like, you know, 1984, like the, the, like the policing that like random city like citizen policing it's that that. who wrote that book george orwell you better you better say yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. exactly here today so george (laughs) George. rest in peace george but no literally 1984 (laughs) like we that's the one who's like everyone's watching you right those eyes are watching you because mm-hmm. they instill fear and that you're scared like you're scared that's high school scared. education yeah <laughs> so, like, my saint aunt's like twitching that is insanity like it's almost like like you're living to please these people like these upper class like sorority girls like it's everything a you do thing. it's like a wealth thing they make you pay for everything and pay into like to literally have friends and live in a house like it's literally. so weird to me like and this sounds bad because like I'm bashing it and I was in it and I paid for it right but it de- and I don't want to like m- make someone that thought about rushing not want to these are it depends because mine was different mine I did it for the people because I genuinely loved the people it depends on the thing, the one that you go to, the school that you're at. Like if you're in the South, have fun. Cause that's the worst. If you go to school in the South, 
can't even imagine. Yeah, like University of Alabama, like all that like shit. That, like Bama, like in Florida yeah. specifically, they're terrifying. Florida, really? Yeah. Oh my God, the ones in Florida are so scary. And it's about like they'll haze you. Like that's how, like they do the hazing shit. Like in Bama, like uh, what's the other, what's the other fucking hick countries, countries? <laughs> um, Tennessee, mm. like those places, Georgia. But if you're blonde, have fun because then you're fine. You'll enjoy anywhere. You'll have a great time. What is it, Lily? Lily Pulitzer? Exactly. It's like that type of. You'll have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it just depends on like the sorority, the state, (laughs) and just who you are as a person. But exactly, northern ones are better. If you're in up north, then it's more chill. I can. Yeah. No, those like those. Not your um, whole life. The Southern girls, they take that shit. Like, it's serious People drop out of schools freshman year, transfer to another school if they get into a good sorority at, like, a lesser school so that they could be in the sorority in the better <laughs> school because it's harder to get into. Like, it's, it's like, mental illness. Like, it's so important down there because it gets you jobs, too, because no one wants to talk about that. Really? It gets you jo- the type of – depending on, like, where you work, if they see you're ele- – like, if you were alumni – you could get job opportunities. It's networking. They oh. sometimes pay for your school through oh. the, it, it's a lot more than that too. Like just friends and stuff. Like it's, it's a pretty big thing. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> My last semester. Let me. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Wait, but even you were talking about dry periods like i've literally never in my life heard it's the dumbest fucking shit ever i it's so it's so dumb because at the time too i was 21 so i was like how the fuck are you gonna tell me i can't drink and i'm literally 20 i'm older than you so i was like i'm not doing it again depends because like i literally did not listen to them at all but dry period is when it's usually during rush week or you're doing um something that like you have to maintain an image where like people are looking to join you, ha- you can't go to a party, you can't go to a bar, you can't drink, you can't do drugs. Like you have to stay like completely sober for uh-huh. however long they want you to. Personally, our dry period was like when we got init- like when we got accepted into the sorority, into our initiation, which was like three months. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. But a lot of the times they make you so you can't go out or like go to a bar or go to a party, a frat party. You can't even be seen with alcohol. If you post it on your story, like you, they drop you. <gasps> like kick but, you out? Yeah, like they'll like, they'll retake, retake their bid. So like, they'll what? take it away from you. Uh, yeah. So how did you get away with it? If this is not too- They knew I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like I was like, I don't give a fuck. If you want me like, <laughs> I don't even want you to know that bad. And they knew that. So they were like, <laughs> that's my sister that is yeah. the gemini rising in you bitch i don't give a fuck what are you gonna do exactly what are you gonna do yell at me right so yeah <laughs> you ate that that's insane i've never heard of a dry period of like what a dry what's dry bitch i'm wet I'm, okay give me that fucking I'm moist right that's insane no because i remember i used to watch like I don't know why I was, it's just so interesting, like just sorority life. And like, I used to watch like those like sorority, like vlogs and like bid day and shit like that. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But (laughs) it's like these little white girls and they were like, oh my God, yes, I got it. Like, whatever. It was just like 
it's it was that. huge like you know the, like those videos of like those girls like, in their, yeah, no. their cars rush talk like the Alabama yeah. one like where everyone was like because he got into a specific yes like, like girls at, at my rush mm-hmm. there was a girl that was in my um I even forgot what I call it you have a group that you go through the entire rush week where it's the same people and you get close with them no matter where you like which other one you go to because mm-hmm. you're both trauma bonding so like the girl next to me got into the one got into some sorority and I got into the one that I wanted because I liked it so I was like whatever it's fine this <laughs> girl was so upset she started you could tell that she like wanted to kill herself like I looked over and I was like oh blah 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 like you happy and stuff and she was like <laughs> she didn't say anything she didn't answer me like she was just looking and she was just like like holding you could tell she was holding back tears holy shit and I was like okay and it's and then she dropped it because she was like I can't even it, it's just like the amount of emphasis that these girls put on being accepted by other girls is just like and, and I say this but like at the time I was shitting myself so <laughs> I understand <laughs> I understand but this one girl that I went through recruitment with no one they're supposed to through the whole period they either call you you get called back to specific ones that they like you all three days or they won't call you back after the first day. And if that schedule depends on how, your schedule depends on how many people call you back. This girl, the first day, no one called her back. So she got her schedule back and everyone rejected her after the first day. And I was, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, and this girl was hysterically crying in the bathroom. And she said this word for word. She said, if this is, if this is God's plan for me, then <laughs> she's like then i'm just gonna accept his plan <laughs> god's plan god's plan <laughs> um wait like, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on so it's possible to not get into literally any sorority at all yes, that's 100%, possible they don't they won't call if you might not get into any of them that's why it's so nerve-wracking oh, yeah every day you're waking up and you're like am i gonna get called back Let's see the schedule, how many people called me back. And like, that's everyone's Ooh. worst fear going through that is if you get, like, no one calls you back. And this is for me who has like anxiety down. Like, I can't even imagine like putting on this, not putting on this front, but like being super sociable to like all these people. It's like basically at the end of the day, like, like you. Like, that's yeah. how did you deal with that like pressure? Like, I didn't. <laughs> Like, I shit I, myself every day. I would need like tequila shots, like to be like, you know what I mean? Like sociable. Every, like- every day I, I shit myself after the end of it. And I woke up and had a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that I got through that and was happy with my choice was like a godsend because, and I, I it's so, it's like going through that experience. It's like you're in an alternate reality and, and like every, every common sense factor that you have that you went in there with goes out the door. You just, you get so worked up. I did not, I literally didn't eat. Like I couldn't eat. Like I, I again, shitting my pants. Like I couldn't sleep. Like it was (laughs) so terrifying. It was the most terrifying experience I've ever been in. And I've almost died. And like, it was more terrifying than that. It was scary as fuck. And I never would do that again. And I'm not exaggerating. It was like really bad. 
And was this like you, do you, would you say, or were you kind of sometimes like putting on like another per- persona? Cause I know like, of course, like Gemini is like, a lot oh, of people baby, like, were was- known to like have different personalities and different. It was, you know. it was so hard. It was so, it was so hard. Cause you know, like it depends on the person that I'm with. Yeah. So I was, I was besides the panic and, <laughs> and the shit attacks. I was, I was like in like my gears were grinding. Like I, I was, I couldn't figure out. I mean, God, like, thank God that like someone ended up liking me and I got more comfortable as it got went on. But that first day, I was like, boop, 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 like morphing, like, <laughs> no, I can't like morphing constantly all day, and it was from twelve to like ten at night, and I was just like twitching, like boop, 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 trying like different personalities to put on, like. <laughs> and do they like? Do you have to like think of questions? Like, do they think of topics? Like, is it just like talking to people? Like, how does that work? They give you topics to talk about because you're. <gasps> paired up with someone that like has similar interests with you oh my god but sometimes the conversation dies so like you have to keep up because like you're tired the girl's tired you're both just staring at each other like all right now what like these like what now (laughs) and you have to be able to pick like the amount of times I had to pick up the conversation and be like literally talk about anything like "Mm, the weather (laughs) It's a little chilly outside. It's a little brisk. I love weather. Like it's, it's like not degrees. Degrees. <laughs> exactly see. thirty-six degrees. I'm saying. Like I couldn't. Like I don't know. Because like I feel that way talking to like men. Like because like men who like when the conversation like dies out, it's almost like they expect you to like continue. And I think because I have such like a big personality already. Wait, you froze. You're good. <laughs> like, hello. Um, that it's like these uh, these men, especially. Oh my god. Okay, let me just spill my tea real quick. Spill. In the last episode of Falls to the Wall, I it was literally called Abolish Tinder, and I still stand by that. However, I did cave in because I was craving attention, and I know that male attention is literally bullshit but like come on like it does something to it does something to the ego and sometimes you want to know that you you know you still got it you're still that bad the ego is definitely stroked with male attention it's just important to not let that become the only way that you feel confident about yourself but it is nice sometimes to hear from a guy and be like that's what jules taught me she's like it's not everything and of course it's not everything but you know sometimes like I'm bored like you know sometimes you just want people to acknowledge your beauty you know talk and, like to you. nothing comes out of it right get attention but like holy shit sometimes it's like pulling teeth talking to these guys Those because guys like not even worth it not even worth my humor my jokes I'm a funny bitch okay and I'm sure that they're not used to like a lot of funny bitches because I feel like no shade, but half these bitches are like one worded bitches. Like I am a funny ass SNL ass bitch. Okay. And sometimes they don't deserve my, my, my SNL monologue in the beginning of the episode. Like they don't. There, so, there's, a reason, there's a reason why they're in the audience and you're the stand-up. Comedian. How about that? <laughs> how about that? So period. <laughs> 
I'm never drinking tequila again, period. (laughs) (laughs) Period. So yeah, no. So moral of this fucking story is like, you know, fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great, that's a great Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And it's like, I feel like it's okay to have different personalities. Wait, (laughs) wait, because that sounds really scary. But like, I think it's okay to split. It's okay. I'm just going to spill my tea personally. I think, you know, different people bring out different, you know, versions of yourself. And I think that people are so like complex and there's so many different layers to who people are that sometimes, you know, when you're with your you know, your love friends, you want to be like, like, let's fuck it out, bitch. But then when you're with your calmer friends, you'd be like, what's going on? You know, let's, let's be tranquil and like peaceful and calm. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. I don't think that's being a fake bitch. I think that's like having different versions of yourself, which is so powerful and beautiful. Honestly, am I making sense? Like, fuck. I don't know if it's because we're both like, (laughs) if we're both Gemini's that this is like normal to us and the people that are listening are like, this is crazy. (laughs) But like I am like I agree, yeah. Because you could just feel other people's energies, and it's yeah, like you could tell if someone you could tell if someone wants to like make a scene in a restaurant, or if they like would kill you and like get up and leave. It's like that type of thing. Like you could tell when someone wants to shake their ass, or if someone like doesn't and they just want to like hang out and like smoke or something and be like chill. You could tell, and you could and adapt to the it's situation. A yeah. Maybe sometimes I want to just sit down and smoke. Maybe sometimes I want to get up and shake my ass and like start a fucking fight with someone. Like, right. Depends on the mood. Yes. And I think that is so important. I think people shouldn't like, you know, like talk shit about that because I, I, the one thing I hate so much is like, well, two things is when, you know, someone's it's either too, too serious all the time or when someone jokes and I've met, oh my God, I've met so many men in particular like this, like everything is a fucking joke. Like they never can take anything serious. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're talking to them. It's like sarcasm joke, like shit like that. But it's like, you need to like learn how to switch some stuff on and off. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's like for the occasion for like this, the situation, like you need to like adapt, you know? And I don't think a lot of the times that guys have that capability at all because they don't need to. Right. Usually it, the other person is the one catering to what they are comfortable with. Right. Which is a reason why also I feel like I don't really have a lot of like straight guy friends. I because have zero. because <laughs> it, I have literally none. Like I have not one. Literally not one. Because it's like, what are you like you're they're just not complex. Like I, <laughs> they're just fucking boring. I mean, maybe again, a Long Island thing, who knows? But what are you doing for me? Nothing. You're not funny. Like you're not lit. You can't have a series of usually they're not in touch with their emotions. So what are we talking about? Ever, 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 ever. So what are we doing here? And if it takes you to literally like overdose on alcohol to like have a good time. And that's when they get fun too. That's when you guys get fun is when you're able to open up is when you're drunk. That's but like, up. like honestly, if I don't want to get, like, get a therapist. <laughs> get a no. I think that's that. That's what we should close this out on. Men get a fucking therapist. 
And we're not your therapist. And we're not your therapist. Go to therapy. It's okay to have emotions. I know that your fathers might not teach you that, but it's okay to cry. It's okay yeah. to like, you know, go through human emotions because you are a human. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a man, you can you can cry. I think there's nothing more amazing than a man who can like just let go and like cry. Like mm-hmm. even the guy, you know, I'm not gonna say names. blushing a little but the guy like I'm like like seriously like talking to you like he's cried to me like he's opened up and he's showed like an emotional sign I think that's so important because like I'm such an emotional person like even before the hormones before everything like I cry all the time like I've been through shit like I need to cry you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I think that's so important when someone else has like gone through or not even gone through but it's like empathetic with what you've gone through and they can like, not, not, not just like relate, but like they can hear you, they can listen and they can like open up and like be emotional with you. That's so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. so beautiful. It's necessary too. If you guys want to be like, have that deep emotional connection and have yeah. like a stable relationship, you guys need to know like emotionally where you stand too. Yeah. And that's so important. And that's amazing that he even is able to do that. Cause a lot of people can't. Yeah. And I think someone who doesn't like, who doesn't judge you based on like baggage that you have or like trauma and stuff like that, because I know I've seen so many people, so many men, like, you know, girls will come to them and, you know, they have issues. They they have issues going on that are serious or like even like mental issues for like, you know, they have to fucking medicate for and shit like that, like serious shit. And you know, it gets overwhelming for them, for the men, and then they can't handle it. And they they, they're like, it. fuck you. It's like, yeah. you never loved her then. Like, yeah, they need to understand the difference between a lot of times, maybe they're thinking like, oh, she's putting all this on me. Like, I don't need, but it's not, there's a difference between someone trauma dumping on you and being able to be there for someone and not take that on their emotional baggage. You don't need to. And there needs to be an understanding for that too and a a lot of the times people like guys in particular don't understand that that you don't have to take it on you just have to be there for them just say every like just say everything's okay and like give them a hug and a kiss and like just but you know that's simple like how are you the victim in the situation like this Mm -hmm. is someone going through something and you're like sorry like your your baggage like your mental health is just like a lot for me for you fuck you fuck you like Agreed. Sorry for trauma dumping. <laughs> I'm actually not sorry. Fuck you. Like I have a lot of shit going on. Like you're my man. You should be there for me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. don't make me feel bad for having feelings for confiding shit in you. Another red flag. A huge red flag. This is just a lot of the things in this. If you just take notes and take down every red flag that you've heard during this. And if he checks off any of those boxes, babe, get rid of him. We're so deep. We went from like coming on my chin to like right? really <laughs> getting therapy. It. This is beautiful. If he can't handle you at your, what's that mean? If you can't handle me at like my best, then you can't, you know, that one. <laughs> but we joke, but it's like true. But it's true. Like, even in marriage, like, what is it? What the fuck do, do they say? Like, if, to, if oh, in sickness and in health, yeah, bitch, I'm sick, so get used to it. <laughs> like, be there, 
or okay thank you like thanks so much period well this was like such an amazing episode like what the fuck like we kind of so ate. fun this is the most fun I've had in so long I love you so much and I miss you so much and I also want to say like okay I wanted to say when I get like my I don't know I feel like when I get some more work done like I want like body done first before I I say what I want to say I want to go to Miami so fucking badly oh my god imagine imagine a girl's trip to Miami that's scary that's actually scary I'm a little scared but I'm so I'm so ready I've been ready I want to be like the best like version like I want to be the hottest bitch that's ever stepped foot into Miami you know what I mean and you will and we won't go until that point we can't go until like everything is like like the wardrobe is the wardrobe the body the body (laughs) the Botox like everything has to be like perfect I am ready whenever you are that needs to happen that has to fucking happen I'm dead fucking ass I'm a live ass bitch (laughs) (laughs) gonna be a movie scary ass movie fucking snapchat <laughs> i need to pee these toxins out of my body like i'm my i know i have to pee so bad actually <laughs> I mean, my leg for the past hour has been like like literally like i'm doing the harlem shake yeah. um, but liana thank you so much for being such an amazing guest thank bitch. you so much like, for having me i'm honored i was honored to be asked on this i was so excited of course like I can't wait to see you next, whenever the fuck yes. that is, literally. But whenever that is, I'm ready. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. I hope you gained sorry. some, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I hope you gained some, like, info, question mark. And, like, <laughs> if you want to be a sorority girl, like, take your notes first. Yeah, um, really what to talk time. about? It was, like, a brain fuck, honestly. I don't fucking remember anything. That just happens. <laughs> like, that was just two hours of just, like... <laughs> <laughs> just complete bullshit and i loved every second of it shit nato diarrhea but we move mm-hmm. but i hope you enjoyed liana do you have anything you want to leave off with that's i think i'm gonna i'm gonna say that like my guests if you have anything to say at the end to finish off any word for our ballers out there um let me think it's a good question i think this year, put yourself first. That's what I'll leave with. Make sure you're putting yourself first and make this year the best year yet. Fuck, I just Not my, info, my Instagram infographic. <laughs> like <laughs> I think I just nutted, but it might be PS. <laughs> so period. We'll leave it with that. Love you. Oh, thank you for Bye. listening. And we'll see you in the fucking next one, bitch. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.